Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. So normally I post on Fridays for my For You Friday series. However, I wanted to post on Thanksgiving this year because I did get a few questions that kind of had to do with Thanksgiving and dealing with certain things on that day. So I kind of wanted to post it the morning of. So that way, in case any of you asked me questions over this week leading up to Thanksgiving, I'd be able to answer them in this podcast episode. So I want to say thank you to everyone who direct messaged me. I got a lot of audio messages this week on my direct messages that were kind of asking me for advice and just explaining me their situation. And I did listen to them. If I didn't answer you on the direct message, I did listen. And this is kind of my response to you is I'm going to be doing this podcast podcast episode. So yeah, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving. There will not be an episode up tomorrow. Of course, this is kind of replacing my for you Friday episode. I can't speak today. And Monday I will be having a guest episode up, which will be announced this weekend and coming up on Monday. So happy Thanksgiving. Um, if you celebrate Thanksgiving and I hope you're enjoying it with people that you love and that people you care about, I hope you have something that you're looking forward to, whether it's today or this weekend and you allow yourself to have some yummy food. I did get a few, you know, messages about people who were kind of stressed out about their eating habits on Thanksgiving and they were kind of afraid to fall into bad habits or get mad at themselves for eating too much. And I do get a lot of messages about, you know, trigger warning, but I do get a lot of messages about eating disorders and just having a horrible relationship with food. And as much as I want to sit here and talk to you guys about it, I also know that I want to have somebody on who specializes in this. So that way you could get more deeper answers that will really help root the problem and help you through it rather than me who's kind of just going to sit here and I don't want to give like crazy advice on something I'm not super qualified for. Um, But I want to thank everyone who sent in an advice question and who DMs me. I'm super excited for the podcast series where we're going to be having a podcast every single day. Every podcast episode is going to be a little bit shorter, like 15 to 30 minutes, but I still think it's going to be super, super fun. And there's so many things that I have talking about. Like I have all my topics written down, but let's focus on today's episode, which is our Thanksgiving episode. And let's get started. Okay. So I first got a direct message from a young girl and she struggles with her relationship with her sister and her sister's husband. And, you know, she wants to spend Thanksgiving with her family because she wants to see her parents and her other sister. And, you know, she wants to be around all of them, but at the same time, she doesn't want to deal with seeing this person she doesn't have a great relationship with because she doesn't want to get put down or made fun of or get yelled at or, you know, just have her mood ruined for the rest of the night. And I can totally understand this. I feel like I've never been in this situation with a family member, but I think even in school, if there's like that one girl in school where you're like, I don't want to sit at the same table as her because this is the girl that just like puts everybody down and always has this negative energy and is like always just trying to answer back with attitude or answer back in defense mode. So I totally understand, you know, having to deal with someone who's always in the defensive mode and always feels like everything you say is an insult and against them. And um, I think everyone can kind of relate to having that person in their life where it's like, wow, this person is just such negative energy and bad vibes. Like I don't want to get myself involved in there. But at the same time, because you want to see your family, you know, my normal advice would be like, just avoid them, you know, like don't see them, you know, don't talk to them. But at the same time, if you are spending Thanksgiving with your family and you still want to appreciate your family during this time without having to deal with that, what I can say is number one, at the end of the day, it is your sister, you know, it is a family member that you've had for your whole entire life. So 
this is someone that maybe you lived with when you were younger, you butted heads with, you know each other pretty well, I would I was I would guess. Um and I would just say when it comes to situations like this, right? You're going into the situation thinking to yourself, this is going to be a horrible night because blah blah is going to ruin it for me. Her and her husband are going to say something negative and they're going to be super rude to me and they're going to ruin my night. And that's already going through your head, right? You're already thinking that. You're already thinking to yourself, like, I want to, I'm going to have a bad night and I'm going to have a bad day because I know those two people are going to ruin it for me. Like, they always ruin everything for me. Like, they're going to ruin it. The number one thing you have to do is get that out of your mind. Even if you're like, yeah, this happens every single time, I don't care. Like, put it in the back of your mind that it's not going to happen this time coming, right? So, put it in your mind that. These people will not and cannot ruin your mood today. Like this is the day that you get with your parents and your other sister. Do not let these two people ruin it. So I don't want, I want you to erase from your mind that these two people have the control to ruin your day because it's like, even if you can't stop them or control them or change their minds and stop what they're going to say, you can control how you react to it and you can control how much of it you actually listen to and let it affect you. So I want you to go into the situation, not thinking to yourself, like they're going to be mean I'm going to shut them out. But think to yourself, like, they're going to be super nice today. Like, I'm going to get along with my sister today. I'm going to get along with her husband today. They're going to be really nice because it's a beautiful holiday and I'm going to have a really good day and I'm going to have a really good night, right? Keep saying that to yourself over and over. Say it out loud, whatever you have to do. Like, put that into the world right now that these people are going to be nice to you and they're not going to ruin your day. And it's like, let's say you sit down at Thanksgiving dinner and they do say something mean or you're not even really talking to them. You know, you say the hi, hello, how's this, how's that? And then you start talking about something and your sister starts coming at you even though you weren't even addressing her. And you're just like, you you don't have to respond. You know what I mean? You don't have to give her a look. You don't have to respond. And I know in situations like that, it's so hard to not do that. And I'm really bad at this. If like someone annoys me or pisses me off, it's very difficult for me to just like shut my mouth and turn the other way because I'm like, no, don't disrespect me like that. And don't blah, 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 whatever. But at the same time, it's not worth ruining your day or ruining your dinner or your night. You know what I mean? It's like, if you respond, that's just going to start building up stress and anger inside of you. So my best advice to you would just be like, let her whatever she has to say, let her say. If she wants to say something, let her say something. That's like, you're not in her mind and you don't deserve to hear those things and you don't deserve to take offense to those things. Like, do not let it affect you. You know, go into this dinner thinking to yourself that it's going to be a good night. And if she's still, you know, coming at you for things and giving you attitude and making you feel bad, do not give her that power or that control. Because you even saying like, she's going to upset me and she's going to say something as soon as you get there, she already has the power. She already has, like, she's already above you because she's already, like, you're you're giving her control to, to have that effect on you. You're giving her control to ruin your day and to ruin time with your other family members. So if you go into this not thinking about her and just telling yourself it's going to be a good day and that she's not going to control it, th- like, she won't be able to control you. She won't be able to control your emotions. She won't be able to control your mindset. You're going to be in control of it because you're going to control how it affects you. So yes, it's easier said than done because in the moment you're going to get mad. You're going to get a little bit angry, but the more you respond to it and the more you let it run through your mind, the more upset you're going to get and the more stressed you're going to get. So as difficult as it is, turn the other way. Let her say what she you know has to say because it doesn't involve you and it has nothing to do with you. Obviously, she has a deep-rooted problem if all she wants to do is come at you. So do not let it affect you and do not let her words matter to you. And I promise you will have an amazing day. 
The next thing is someone had asked me, how do I know, how do I know if I should reach out or not after a situation is left abruptly? And of course, this could be taken in context with a relationship or a friendship or a family member or whatever, you know, where let's say you're in a friendship and you and this girl get into a super horrible fight, right? And none of you talk anymore, but like she blocks you on Instagram and then you block her back and you're like, okay, this situation is just like we fought and now this friendship that I've had for years or months or whatever is over. Like, do I reach out? Do I say something? Do I wait for her to reach out to me? Do I just like leave this situation? How do I know if I should reach out or not? I think obviously it depends what the situation is. Like, did you do something horrible to this person or did this person do something horrible to you? You know, think about it like that. Analyze what kind of person this, you know, human being was in your life. What place did they have in your life? Did they have a positive impact on your life? Did they have a negative impact on your life? Try to figure out how this person fit into your life, you know? So if this person was an amazing person that you had in your life, but you did something and you screwed it up, I think what you need to do is if you really can't settle with yourself and be like, okay, you know what? If you can't look at yourself in the mirror and just be like, I messed up and I need to reach out to this person because I know I'm in the wrong. So I need to stop being so prideful and stubborn. And I need to just reach out to this person because I miss having them in my life and they didn't deserve what I did to them. If you're in that state of mind, then I think you should reach out. And I think that you should reach out to this person and just be like, hey, I'm really sorry for blah, blah, blah. And I know an apology isn't enough. And I want you to know my actions will change. Like I will match my actions with my words. And I promise you, if I mess up again, you'd never have to talk to me. But I, who I was when I did that is not me now. And seeing how much I hurt you made me realize how much I want you in my life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And as human beings, it could be super difficult to set aside our pride like that. And there's been very few times where I've done that. But anytime I've done it, it works out in my favor because at the end of the day, we're all human beings living on a rock. You know what I mean? It's like nothing in life is that serious. And I've always been someone where it's kind of hard for me to forget people or say goodbye to people forever because it's like you never know what could happen tomorrow. And it's like if you had a really good friendship with this person, it can kind of be hard to walk away from it and leave behind all those memories and moments that you cherished with that person at one point. So for me, it's super hard to say goodbye. But let's say you reach out to this person and they just completely ignore you. I think you just need to give it space and give at time because obviously it depends how bad the thing you did was, but people will come around at the end of the day. Even if they need time and space, they will come back to you eventually. And if they don't come back to you, they were never meant to be yours in the first place. Again, even if it's a relationship or friendship, I think it can go both ways. But if someone kind of did something to you and you guys just don't talk anymore and you're like, do I reach out? Like, I'm not really sure what to do. I really think when a situation is left abruptly, you know, it's kind of an even playing field. It's kind of like, all right, we both kind of mutually ended this thing and it ended so suddenly. So I'm not really sure if I should reach out or not. I think it's an even playing field where either party can reach out, obviously, depending on the circumstances. But I don't think you should ever be ashamed to reach out to someone first, even if a situation is kind of left hanging on the edge, because it's like, you don't want to live your life thinking, what if this happened? Or what if that happened? What if I just said something to that one time? Maybe things would be different. You don't want to live with what ifs. You don't want to take the most major risks in the world and like be crazy. But at the same time, I hate living with what ifs. So it's like, if I feel a certain way, I'm going to tell this person I feel this way and I'm going to do something about it because I don't want to go another day without them knowing how I feel about them. 
And I feel like if you do that, you're going to be at so much peace with yourself. And if you do it with such confidence, it's kind of going to help the other person figure out like, oh, they're being serious. Like they actually do want me back in their life because they're coming at me with such confidence that they know they deserve to be back in my life type of mindset, which maybe I said that a little bit more confusingly. Um, But I think you should just know when to reach out once you've kind of, everyone needs space and time after a situation is left like that. Like if something really bad happens in this person's life and they just don't want to reach out to anyone anymore, you need to know how much space and time this person needs. Yes, it's great to know that someone's there for you, but you never, no one ever wants to feel extremely overwhelmed by somebody. You know, if no one's giving you a response because you left them abruptly, like there's a reason for that. So I feel like just give this person time and space and if you miss this person in your life and they had a positive impact in your life, I think that you should reach out to them. But if they had a negative impact in your life and you're like, I don't miss having this person in my life, like they kind of sucked. There's no point in reaching out. The next question I got is how do I pick myself up and get self-worth after a toxic relationship? Number one thing I'm going to say about this, you were beautiful before they told you you were beautiful. You were smart before they told you you were smart. You had all these personality traits and all these characteristics, you had all these things before you were with this person and before you were in this relationship. So them noticing it and them tearing it apart does not take it away from you. You know, if you have a 4.0 GPA, right, you're super smart in school, you have great grades and you're in this toxic relationship and the guy's telling you you're so bad at school, you're so stupid, your mindset's going to shift and you're going to be like, I am bad at school, but that doesn't change your grades. That doesn't change your ability to take an amazing test. That doesn't change how fast you can learn terms and study. It doesn't change anything unless you let it change something, unless you let it bring your mood down and change how you kind of view school. But at the end of the day, if you have a 4.0 GPA and you have great grades and someone tells you that you're bad at school, that doesn't change your grades. So it's like, it's the same thing with a toxic relationship. If before you're in the relationship, if you're super confident and you're like, I'm super beautiful, I love my hair, I love my eyes, and then you get into a relationship and this guy is like, you have the ugliest eyes and ugliest hair, does that change your hair or eyes? No, your eyes and hair isn't just going to change like at the snap of a finger because they said so. Your mindset's going to shift, but your physical, those traits are never going to change. And I think that's a really important thing to remember because you have your self-worth and confidence before you get into this toxic relationship. And yes, it can slowly kind of get ripped by you. Like you knowing it gets ripped by you, but it doesn't leave you. You know, those traits that you have don't leave you. There's kind of just a blocking mindset that we develop when we're we're told negative things about ourselves. that kind of gets us in the way of realizing that about ourselves. But those traits don't go away. We just forget that we have them because someone once told us that they are not there and that they don't exist. So I think picking yourself up after a toxic relationship and gaining back your self-worth has a lot to do with number one, who you are in that relationship. I think we've all kind of dealt with toxic people in our lives. And looking back, if we're kind of at a place where we're super confident in who we are, we're like, how did I ever let someone talk to me that way? How did I ever deal with someone who was rude to me and who talked to me that way and made fun of this and that? And we don't really get to that point until it's like after we're out of the relationship, but in the relationship, we're so blinded by love and like blinded by being with this person that we don't realize what they're doing to us. So it's like in the relationship, you don't really realize that this person is kind of bringing down your self-confidence. But when the relationship ends and you're like, wait, where did all my confidence go? Like, wait, I used to love this about myself. What is going on? It's because this person took it away from you. 
And it doesn't mean anything about you changed, right? Your mindset might've changed, but these traits about you didn't change. So I think you just need to pick yourself up by reminding yourself that and reminding yourself that you were the person you were before you got into this relationship, reminding yourself that you're allowed to grow. And now you have, you have so much space to grow after letting this person out of your life. Letting toxic people out of our life is the biggest stress reliever. It's like picking up your heavy backpack off your shoulders. That's what it feels like when you remove a toxic person out of your life, because there's no one bringing you down anymore. There's no one making you walk around the days, just feeling upset about yourself and feeling tired and feeling insecure. Like there's no one to do that anymore. There's no one that you have to cater for. There's no one for you to have to quote unquote impress. You're that person for yourself. Now you're that person that gets to build yourself up. You're the person that gets to be proud of yourself. And that's amazing things to look forward to. I do believe that if you're in a healthy relationship, you will be able to grow and build while this person is next to you and they will help you and support you through it and grow with you. But if you're with someone who's super toxic, you're going to be like, I can't grow in a relationship. I have to be single to be independent. But if you're in a healthy relationship, you can be independent and in that relationship. I am that. I'm in a super healthy relationship and I also feel very independent, but I'm independent and the way that I am because I'm in a healthy relationship. So if you found yourself in a toxic one, you're going to get brought down. But when you release that toxic relationship, there are the amount of, let's do like a timer on how many times I said relationship, but the amount of potential that you have in the room that you have to grow is infinite infinite. And it's like, no one's there to bring you down anymore. You don't have to build back up these personality traits. You just have to build up your mind to remind you that you have them. And I think that's a huge, huge, huge thing to remember. So just remind yourself who you are, what you're capable of, set some goals for yourself, start a side hustle, you know, find your passion in life. Because if you don't have a passion in life, all you're going to do is think about this person and revolve this person around your life. And I think getting into a relationship, you have to realize that too, right? Yes, this qualifies for ending a toxic relationship, but at the same time, when you're, if you're getting into a new relationship, you need to make sure that you have something separate from this relationship. You know what I mean? It's like not everything can be revolved within you and this person that you're dating. You need to have something separate, whether it's a job or your education or, you know, whatever it is. And I'm not saying hide this life from this person, but I'm saying make sure it's your own because one day you're going to share a child with this person. You're going to share a house with this person. You're going to share a car with this person. You're going to share family with this person. What's going to be yours? You know what I mean? What is going to be yours? Not even just your side of the closet, What's going to be yours in life that's going to separate you from this person? Because as amazing as this person might be that you're going to get in a relationship with, if you go into a relationship revolving everything around this person, spending all your time texting this person, FaceTiming this person, hanging out with this person, and you don't spend time with yourself or prioritize your side passions or your side hustles, if the relationship ends, you are going to feel lost. All you're going to do is like talk about this person because now you can't talk to this person and you're going to feel lost in this world and feel like you have nothing to do anymore because that person is not in your life. And I feel like if you end a toxic relationship and you're getting into a new one, that's an amazing thing to keep at the back of your mind. Because if you're ending a toxic relationship and you need to pick yourself up, you need to surround yourself with that thing that you had that was separate from them. Like I said, whether it was your job or your education or whatever, you need to you know, only focus on that thing for a little bit because it's going to remind you that this is something you built and created without their help. You got the education on yourself. You got that job by yourself. You started that fashion, like project business, whatever by yourself. They didn't help you with that. Right. 
So that's something you really, really have to hold on to, whether you're leaving a toxic relationship or entering a new relationship that you don't want to feel the same way about you did in your last one. That's how you pick yourself up and that's how you see your self-worth is you have to have something that's separate from the significant other that you're about to be with because if you don't, everything will be wrapped around this person and that's how you're going to get super blinded into putting up with things that you wouldn't normally put up with. Okay, I'm going to answer two questions, two more questions. Um, someone said I'm one year post heartbreak and I was doing fine. And, you know, the wound was reopened when my other, you know, my past ex-boyfriend had started dating again. So basically this girl was dating this guy for a few years. Um, and they broke up about a year ago and she was like super heartbroken about it for months. And the past like three, four months, she's kind of gotten over it and she's been able to move on a little bit, hang out with her friends more and everything. But now that her ex-boyfriend is in a new relationship, she's like, I don't know what to do because it's like, it feels like the breakup happened again. And I think this happens with anything that kind of traumatizing or sad happens in our life. The wound can always be reopened and very easily triggered in little situations. So of course, if you see your ex-boyfriend that you dated for four years with somebody else, you're going to be like, wow, that sucks. Like, I can't believe he has someone else to make him happy and to make him feel loved and you know everything. And it's going to reopen that wound because it's going to remind you that that's not you. And I think that if you're obviously, I don't think that you should have been moved on in a relationship if you're still thinking about this person. The number one thing I'm going to tell you is do not bounce to someone else to try to make them jealous or to be like, I have one too, or to stoop to their, like to get on their level. Like there's no rush in dating. There's no time to date. It's like, if it happens, it happens. If this person comes to you and you want to be with them, then it happens and that's it. So I think the number one thing I'm going to tell you is do not go to someone else just because you want to feel the same way that this person does, because it's just going to end up hurting the other person. Um, and just whatever you did the first time to kind of get over this relationship, start to incorporate that again, you've been doing great for a year, right? Yes, you have down moments and that's so normal, but this past year you did. Okay. You got through it. Anything you accomplished, like think about them right now, all the things you've accomplished this year without that person. Yes. It's going to be difficult to see them on social media. I think if you still follow them on social media, maybe, mute them, maybe unfollow them. You know, if you're on good terms with them, maybe just mute them so you don't have to unfollow them and create like a scene. Maybe de- like deactivate your personal social media for a little bit. You know, try not to look at pictures of them. Try not to stalk her, which I know you probably already have because let's face it, we're girls. But if you have like, try not to constantly stalk her and see if she posted about him or go on her Visco or, you know, her Facebook or, you know, whatever it is, try not to do that because that's going to never let you get over the relationship. Even if you're like, no, 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 I'm just curious. It's like, no, you're not going to get over the relationship if you're doing that. I promise you that person will stay at the back of your mind if you continue to stalk their social media or their new significant other social media. And just kind of the same advice a little bit that I gave to the other thing. And I think this has a lot to do with everything is like surrounding yourself with that side passion or that hustle that you have that didn't involve them because that's a part of your life that you're proud of and that you've built for yourself. But other than just like working to get your mind off of it, surround yourself with people that you love and people that care about you. Don't surround yourself with people who are going to talk about the new girl and send screenshots of her and be like, oh my gosh, she's so ugly. Cause it's like, 
yes, of course, in the beginning, it's normal that that's going to happen if you've like been in a girls group chat where girls have done that. But at the same time, it's like not going to help you. It's actually making things worse for you because it's like this girl is with your boyfriend now and you're just sending pictures of her in your girls group chat. Like what is that doing for you? That's not going to make him come back to you. That's not going to make him love you more. Like that's literally not going to do anything except make you look stupid and make this girl win even more. So I feel like just do not stoop down to that level where you're like just talking about her and him the whole time. Surround yourself with people who are going to talk to you about you and talk to you about passions that you're building and things that you're building and things that you're doing, things you're excited about and vice versa about them. Because those are people who are looking at the positives of life and wanting you to exceed and not wanting you to stay stuck on this one person. So if I were you, yes, it's normal to have that wound reopen when you see your ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend in a new relationship and it can always it's always going to be hard and a little bit weird and difficult but I think just try your best to not look at it even though that sounds harder than you know it's it's easier said than done but try your best not to look through their social media or mute them and just talk to people who don't talk about them and if you're kind of in a situation where you have to see this person because they're in the same friend group as you or they go to the same school as you or they work in the same office as you or family friends or whatever, yes, that's even going to be harder. But try not to invest in it too hard. Try not to get to know her too well and, you know, whatever, because it's like that's just going to keep keeping you involved, you know, have that separate life from them and realize that it was bound to happen. And this is just one more thing you're going to have to go through. And yes, you could still be over this person and be like, oh, wow, they have a new significant other. Like, don't take this as being like, oh, this means I'm not over them because I care. It's like, no, of course you're going to care. You're going to be a little bit curious and you're going to be like, I wonder what she does or what she looks like or if she lives with, like, you know, you're going to be a little bit curious. That's someone you spent four years of your life with. It would be weird if you weren't curious. So I feel like just remind yourself it's normal to feel any emotion that you're feeling, but don't feed into it too much because it's going to keep this ongoing cycle of any time something new happens in his life, you're going to be fully invested in it. And you don't want to like, let yourself do that and don't want to let yourself feel that way. So yes, you're going to be curious. You're going to be hurt. You're going to be thinking things over again. And it's kind of going to feel like the beginning of the breakup, but that's not going to last that long. I promise you. The last question I'm going to answer is how do I forget someone that hurt me? And I'm going to be honest. You're never going to forget someone. You're not going to forget them. Maybe that's not what you wanted to hear. You can forget how they made you feel. You can forget, you know, the way that you acted after them, but you're not going to forget that human and you're not going to forget what they did to you, especially if it affected you in a super negative way. You're not going to forget that person. And that's a normal emotion as a human being, right? To not forget a human, like to not forget another human being is a very normal thing because we're we're not robots. We can't just erase you know, a download and forget that human being like, no, we're human. So we're going to remember this person. So you can't just forget someone and be like, I want to forget everything I did with them, every way they made me feel blah, 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 whatever, because that's not possible. But you can grow from what they did to you. If this person hurt you, this is something that you just have to grow through right? You have to grow with it and grow around it. This isn't something that's going to weigh you down anymore, right? You can forget the way it weighs you down. You can forget how bad it makes you feel, but you're not going to forget that person. And I think the first step in trying to move on from it is realizing you're not going to forget that person, right? That person is still going to be living their everyday life. You don't have to be a part of it, but it's still going to be happening. 
So I think this kind of goes back to picking yourself up after a toxic relationship and, you know, having self-worth after a toxic relationship, because if someone hurt you and you just want to forget about them and be like, I want to forget about this person. I don't like, I wish they didn't do what they did. You can't change the past. You can't change how they made you feel. You can't change what they did to you or what they said to you. You just can't. And yes, that sucks. And that's probably not the number one thing you want to hear right now. But at the same time, you can't change it. And that's a really big first step to realizing and moving on from this person is realizing you can't change them. So I feel like when it comes to, for you know, kind of forgetting what this person did and, and growing through it, yes, you're not going to forget it, right? It's still going to stay at the back of your mind, but you can change how it affects you. So if someone hurt you, you're still going to always have that little bit of feeling towards that person and be like, yeah, they did that to me. And if you're that person that can get over it and be like, you know, what's done is done. It happened. It's in the past and that's it. I don't think about it ever. I applaud you because that couldn't be me. And like, I always have that little thing in the back of my mind. That's like, okay, this person did something. I don't hold it against them. I don't hold a grudge against the person, but I'm not going to forget what they did. I'll forgive them and I'll get over it, but I'm not going to forget it because my brain's just going to remember it. It's not something I'm going to hold over their head, but it's like something in the back of my brain that I'm like, oh yeah, that person said that thing to me once. Like that sucked. So it's like, it's like when someone talks badly about you, like, and you hear what they said about you, you're like, Ooh, I didn't know that person felt that way. Yes. You can change how much it affects you and you can still hang out with this person and be friends with that person. Or you won't change how you let it affects you and you won't talk to this person. You'll hold a grudge against them and never see them again, right? You can go either way, but that's in your control. So I think rather than focusing on how to forget this person, you should focus more on how am I going to grow from the way that they hurt me? Because once you kind of figure out and realize that you can't forget what this person did to you, but you can grow through it and you can change how it affected you, that's when you're going to grow through the problem instead of growing with the problem. So that's the last little piece of advice. I don't even know what to title this video because all we did was talk about toxic people. Um, I'm going to try my best to title it. Obviously, you guys know what I titled it already because you're listening to it. But I hope you guys had an amazing Thanksgiving. I am so thankful for every single one of you. I can't even explain how thankful I am for you guys. You guys are the sweetest supporters I've ever met in the whole entire world. So thank you so much for all the direct messages and... Just everything that you guys support me with. This channel has been growing like crazy and I'm so grateful for all of you. Make sure you follow my social medias. My personal Instagram is Olivia Eve Shabo. I don't post on it too much, but the Instagram I post on a lot is For You From Eve, which is my podcast Instagram, but I kind of have been transitioning it into like personal and podcast Instagram. And then my TikTok is Olivia Eve Shabo. If you want to check me out on there, I leave everything in the description so you can find it. Still working on an Amazon storefront for the holidays. Amazon is taking a really long time to approve me. I'm not sure why, but thank you again so much for the support. I hope you guys have an amazing Thanksgiving and an amazing day. If you're already celebrating Thanksgiving, happy post-Thanksgiving. Any food that you ate, you're going to be okay. Your body is not going to change in a day or two. Your skin is not going to change in a day or two. Like You are going to be fine. You are going to look beautiful. And I all that matters is that you're enjoying this time because we don't know if we have tomorrow. So enjoy the food. Enjoy the time with your family. And you'll worry about whatever you have to worry about this upcoming week, right? You'll worry about it later. Right now, you just want to enjoy food and enjoy family. So have an amazing day. Make sure you guys list what you're thankful for today and do your daily gratitude. And love you. Have an amazing weekend. And I will talk to you Monday.